Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of Between Two Gamers. I'm your host, Liv, and I'm joined by my fellow co-host, Fruy. How are you doing? I'm all good. You? I'm good. Can't complain. I've only been awake for an hour. It's Sunday when we record these episodes, and I slept in. So, this week we will be talking about PlayStation, whether that's the games, how we got into it, what do we like, dislike, and everything in between. But before that, we are going to get into this week's news. So, silly little thing that's happening in Fortnite is LeBron James is coming to Fortnite. Do you play that? Nope. I actually played it the very first day they came out. And I was extremely bad. Go figure, right? <laughs> I actually made it to the end. I don't know if I've ever told you this story. I was actually one of the last two people left because I hid the entire time. And I saw this guy building, like, some house or fort or whatever you do in that game. And I tried to shoot him from afar with my really crappy gun because I was hiding the whole time. I didn't try to f- switch out my weapons. But I missed. And then he pulls out some rocket launcher and just obliterated me. And that was the last time I played. I played it when it was a beta and it didn't have PvP in it. And that's for me when it was actually good. Wait, so then what do you do? It was just bots? Uh, yeah, so it's like um, say it was called Save the World. So you had to hold off and build your little fort, put a load of defenses around it, and then hold off zombie waves. Oh. Yeah. They changed that drastically. Yeah. I wonder why. Money. And now I don't wonder why anymore. (laughs) Another game that's coming out this fall that was announced is Nintendo, or Nickelodeon, excuse me, Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl. Is that something you're interested in? No. Me neither. Have they put out something like this? I remember there being an old Nintendo, I keep saying Nintendo, but I mean Nickelodeon game where i was like action hmm. it probably was because i've done like their version of mario kart and all sorts so yeah i know that for a fact i felt like they did their own type of mario party type game i just can't think of the name of it any of uh this week's news stick out to you um the new steam deck Okay, tell us a little bit, what is Steam Deck for the people that don't know? Basically, it is a a Switch, but for PC is the best way you could describe it. Did you put down the deposit? I might have. I did too. Which one did you claim? The big boy. Ooh, okay. You're really (laughs) dropping money on it. Yep. I dropped money on the mid-tier one. So, what made you want to get the Steam Deck? The fact that I'll probably use it more than my Switch. That, yeah, I'm with you. I The Switch is all good in that, but apart from Zelda, there's not a whole lot on it that makes me pick it up, where if I can just go onto my Steam library at any point, it's pretty good. So, here's my thing. I... I couldn't decide if I wanted it or not. So I missed the first wave. And then later in the night, I said, you know what? I'm going to put down that $5. So do you have to be logged into Wi-Fi to access your library? Or is this something? I don't know. Yeah. See, that's why I struggled with 
wanting to put down the... I mean, it's just $5, but they, I looked everywhere and I couldn't find any information about this. What I'm assuming is going to happen is it'll be like most things. You'll need an internet connection to set it up, but once you've set it up and you download whatever games you want on there, you won't need Wi-Fi unless it's to play online. So then how would it keep your data in between, you know? Because they said that you can play the same game on your PC and handheld and your it would transfer over. So that makes me think Same that... way as your Switch. What do you mean? Your Switch has one thing. Yeah, but it's just like that um, like cloud save sort of thing. So obviously when you decide to play uh, State of Decay, say um, you do a couple of missions at work, you come home and you just connect back on your wi-fi and then sync it with a cloud that that is a dream i want that so bad because that's what um xbox play anywhere is so i used to take my laptop to work and play state of decay on my break i didn't have wi-fi at work because it was terrible okay i come home and just resync uh connect to my wi-fi and upload it to the cloud and then i could put it on my pc or my xbox exactly where i was Oh my god, I really hope that's what the Steam Deck is, because I would love to play this on the plane or when I'm away. This would be amazing, and I hope <laughs> I hope this is right. What else we got here for this week? Oh, well, I haven't touched NBA 2K in a couple years, but something that really made me happy was NBA 2K22 is coming out September 10th, and for the first time ever, there's a variant cover with a WNBA player, the queen, Candace Parker. So I'm happy for that, but I don't know if I'm going to play the game because I feel like I've grown out of playing sports games. Do you know what I mean? No. Okay. I still play FIFA, so. Okay, so let me tell you about this. So a couple years ago, I saw this tweet, and it said, I'm too old to enjoy 2k and i thought that was crazy i was like this is my favorite sports game ever then the next year the new 2k comes out i make a player i'm going into my career mode and i'm not having fun i sit there and think to myself wow nothing ever changes why do i spend money on this every year and then i it hit me i'm too old to enjoy 2k on my own I think it's fun to play with friends, though, still. But, you know, Candace Parker shouts to the queen. We got a couple of delays for games. Do you want to hop into those? Uh, sure. We got Resident Evil Reverse. That's delayed till next year. No date. Uh, Rainbow Six Siege Extinction, is it? The new one? That's been delayed till January 22 um ghostwire tokyo that's been delayed to early 2022 Uh, yeah it's not looking good so i'm worried that halo is also going to join that list i know that is a major concern for you Mm -hmm. and i hope for your sake that it doesn't get delayed or the very next podcast we will have a rager let me tell you i know yeah i bought a series x for nothing then is it not coming to last gen uh i don't think so okay i'm curious when the transition is going to happen with new games coming out and it's not going to be cross-gen i can't you'll have your obvious exclusives now to make you do it but it'll be like every other console you get about two years out of it two years yeah two to three 
I wasn't sure what the timeline for that was because this is the very first time I actually bought a new console at launch. So I'm not really aware of the timeline for those things. The last bit of news from this week is that gaming's coming to Netflix. How do you feel about that? Yeah, I don't really get this. I haven't read too much into it, so I'm curious to see what you've read. I've read nothing. I've just seen like the headline, and I was like, okay, doesn't make any sense from just that bit, but what have you seen? I I know that they've hired the former EA and Facebook Oculus executive, and so the guy has experience with it. I'm just, I just don't understand how it's going to work. Because Netflix is already geographically locked. So are there going to be games for only certain parts of the world? Are they going to make exclusive games? Or are they going to partner with Xbox, PlayStation, probably not Nintendo, and bring games to the service? I'm I definitely just not sure how this is going to work. And what did you say? I've got no idea because like, you've got Game Pass, so that's xbox's version of netflix you got ps now which is playstation's version of netflix so what's going to be any different i don't know i'm not i'm not sure i don't know what to expect and because it's netflix and their prices just keep going up over the years i feel like you're only going to get this content by purchasing an additional feature well, that makes sense, because there's no point paying for it if you're not going to use it. So if you want it, you just add it on. They're going to have to, really. So, I'm just still trying to like figure out how this is going to work. Are you going to play with your TV remote? Because that's really limiting. Are they going to give you a new controller? Can you just pair the controller you have? I, I don't... Where you're just going to find out. It's just going to be, like, um, Snake and Tetris and that sort of trash. That would be hilarious. Like the old cable games and that. So things our parents reminisce about. Yeah. <laughs> so I think that does it for this week's news. So let's hop in to why we love PlayStation or hate it. Don't know how you stand. So what was your first PlayStation product? And do you remember why you bought it? Uh, it was a PS1, and I think my dad bought it for himself. And you just squeezed your own time into it? Well, yeah. What What were your favorite games? Do you remember? Croc, Gex, uh, you had the Lion King game, Hercules. There were some bangers. Yeah, I didn't own the PlayStation 1. My first PlayStation product was the PS2. And I ended up getting it because my cousins got it as well. And we went over to their house and played it. And then I went home and told my dad that I wanted it too. But I was just a kid. I never played or I wasn't even aware of what exclusive games really were at the time. And I was really into the karaoke revolution games as a child. So that's what the main purpose of my PS2 was back in the day. And Sims. I was a big fan of the old Sims games. 
that had a story to it. Mm-hmm. Do you have a favorite PlayStation product? Um, yeah, PS2 is probably the best one. Why is that? They're just the better games are on it. Oh, that's fair. They did have some really great games that I hopped into later in life. I really, really, really love my PS5. And the PS4 is my baby. I love her. I gamed the most on that console. And I really miss the PSP. I didn't get the Vita, so I can't compare and contrast them. But I think you own both products, right? Yeah. So what were the pros and cons of upgrading? I've just seen a lot of cons. Okay, give them to me. I just thought it was awful. Like there's nothing on it at all, game wise. Isn't it that interesting? Complete letdown. I feel like it's so interesting. Why did they bring only specific games to the Vita? Why not share the library? Pass. But it's like my partner's favorite console. This was the PS2. Okay, so what does she like about it? It had a lot of. What, what would you say was on there? Oh yeah, bring her, bring her over here, get her on the pod. Come, come. you've been requested. You've been requested you to live. We have a special guest. Come on, we'll get Jess on it next week. Come on. Okay, now let's not get Change crazy. Is it? Just, just say you beat. You don't have to listen to it. Just say you beat. Why the beat was good? <laughs> Is it because it wasn't? Beat? It was good, but you know, only for like Sweden people. What was good about the Vita? You can't just say it was good and walk away. No, okay, she's not going to do it. She said it's good for weeby people because it had visual novels and what was the other one? Retro and visual novels. Okay, there you have it. Our first emergency guest of the podcast. But who knows if her opinion holds up. She won't stay here and defend it. I never owned the Vita, but... One thing that disappointed you all, the one thing that we did miss as Uncharted fans is there was an exclusive game for the Vita, and I never played it, and they never brought it to the consoles, which I just think is so weird for a major franchise. There's probably a reason for that. I think it was to incentivize people to buy the Vita, but I don't think it wasn't very good either, though. To be fair, for someone who's very into the Uncharted franchise, I absolutely don't know anything about the PS Vita version of the game. Maybe, but then also there's Assassin's Creed that were only on the Vita. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I'm not very aware of what was exclusive to the Vita. And our only person that we know is scared to talk on the podcast. So. I digress. Were you one of those people that upgraded in the middle of the cycle when they released either an upgraded version, for example, PS4 to PS4 Pro, or limited edition consoles? Um, Maybe. Maybe. Maybe a lot. Maybe a lot. Okay, tell me what you bought. What did you spend your money on? Uh, Too much. Um, So, what? We, we should cover this bit first. So, I went on a hiatus from PlayStation from the, from the PS2. 
it took me towards the end of the PS3 to actually come back. I bought one and I got rid of it within a week because I couldn't stand it. So I didn't physically own a PlayStation until probably a year after The Last of Us came out for the PS4. Okay. But why so, did you go on this hiatus? Let's backtrack a little bit. Because it was awful. With the PS3, you mean? Yeah. Okay. What did you not like about it? Everything. Well, you can't just say everything. Give me examples. Legit everything. Like, rage. Rage. Tell me. Tell me more. Killzone was like meant to be a good selling point. I bought it. Probably one of the worst games I've ever played. I don't understand how anyone can play that game because no matter what your sensitivity is on, you still turn like a donkey. Okay. Um, the fact that the PSN went down for the best part of nine months, so any games that I might have played, I couldn't play. I do remember that. So mine was gone within six days of buying one. Okay, so what reeled you back in to spending all these this money? The last of us. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because okay. I was sick of everyone talking about it. I was like, I want to go. Okay, so, was it worth it? Yeah, it's still probably the best game I've ever played. The second one, not so much, but we digress. Uh-huh! Um, so I bought the original PlayStation. Then I upgraded to... the I doubled my memory, so I went to the terabyte. Then I bought a Pro. Then I bought the Star Wars Darth Vader PlayStation. Then I bought the... Oh, I've had one in between. What did I have? Yeah, I had another one. So I had Vader. Then I think, I, again, I went from PlayStation for a bit. Okay. So I got to ask. I got to ask. Oh, wait. No, you bought even more? Keep going. Yeah, I bought more. <laughs> Keep going. Uh, I think I'm missing a limited edition console, but I ended up with this Spider-Man Pro. Sure. And that pretty much seen me out to the end. Okay. So I got to ask, what is the point of acquiring all these consoles? You just bought a new one and sold it? Yeah. But why? Because it looked better. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I have never upgraded in the middle of a generation. See, I, I like Star Wars. I really like Star Wars. So when they did the Darth Vader one, I was like, I need this console. But then upon buying it, I realized it was a gloss and not a map. Oh, and so that ruined it for you. It did. Because it, it started to get scratches and that did my head in. So then, scratches. What are you doing with your console? It's just supposed to sit there. Yeah, but because the gloss ones, if you clean it, and depending on the cloth you use, it, it leaves scratches. Oh. Yeah, you got to use the right gloss on them gloss ones. So. Right. Okay. A big Marvel fan anyway, and then when they did Spider Man, I was stupidly hyped. So I got the collectors, I bought the console, I bought the whole shebang. But the problem with that again, it ended up being gloss. But you stuck with it. Yeah, I did, because it was Spider-Man. Okay. Yeah, no, I can't say that I... I've switched out my consoles in the middle of the generation. I The only special edition console I have was because I upgraded to the PS4 pretty late in the life cycle. So I ended up 
ordering the Call of Duty Black Ops PS4 because it had a terabyte. And I've actually never played the Call of Duty game that came with it. I was just there for the terabyte. And I desperately needed a new console at that point. Do you think my list of PlayStations is long? My list of Xboxes is even longer. Well, we'll save that for an Xbox, (laughs) an Xbox pod, which I'm sure we will have in the next coming weeks. But yeah, I mean, I guess it's because I don't upgrade because I buy the console and it's my new child. I just can't. You can't return your child. You can if you try hard enough. I'm not sure how that works in the real world. (laughs) But (laughs) how about for the PS5? I have a theory. I don't have any actual evidence for this, but you can take off the faceplates. You can. So I'm I'm wondering if in the future, are they going to make special edition full consoles? Or do you think you'll be able just to buy the panels? It would just be consoles because a company was already advertising said panels. So it, it looked like a PS2, PS3, PS1. Then you can mix up your colors in this, that, the other. And PlayStation handed them a lawsuit. Yes, I did hear about that. And So I don't think you'll get a single place. I think it'll just be consoles. See, I took it the other way, and I thought that PlayStation might have had that in their repertoire to dish out later. Because uh, if you do that, what's the incentive of buying a new console? Mm. Well, I mean, people are are going to get the PS5 eventually. I don't because there's still a hard time for people who are still trying to get the PS5. So mm-hmm. I don't think there's any harm in doing an either or type of thing because people are going to get the PS5 when they can. Yeah, but it still comes down to that money generator. Yeah, they're not getting mine. Because I never upgrade. They totally will if they do a Last of Us or a Life is Strange. You just do that. And don't even try and tell me you wouldn't. No, I... No, I... I was waking up at odd times in the middle of the night to try and secure the PS5. I am not doing that again. I tried so hard to get the PS5 the first time. I earned it. I'm done. I am so not doing that again. So if they did a Life is Strange one, you wouldn't even consider doing that? For as much as I love Life is Strange, I actually bought it on the PC, so no. <laughs> All right. But, let's say they do a Last of Us 3. You wouldn't do that. I, I don't. See, you've lied to yourself. I don't. I, I've never done it for any other game. I've never. I, I worked so hard to get that PS5. <laughs> I, I had a folder in my phone. It said PS5, please. And I was already pre-logged into Amazon, Target, Best Buy, GameStop. Uh, what other? I, was, I had uh, even stores I never even shopped at. Walmart, what else? A uh, screw Walmart. I hate Walmart. And uh, even more. I worked so hard to get that thing. I, I can't foresee myself doing that again. <laughs> I bet you do. Uh, well, we'll see when that time comes. But transitioning from the hardware, let's talk about some of the exclusive games. Do you remember your first franchise that you played through? No. Okay. I'm 
I played a lot of sports video games, which I've said before, and it took me a long time to really realize that I love story games. So I think my first actual franchise that I played through was The Last of Us remastered on the PS4. And that is obviously my favorite game of all time. So what exclusive games do you absolutely love? You would label them a must play. The Last of Us 1. That's it. Definitely. Well, you don't have to pitch that game to me. (laughs) Some games that I really, really love for the PlayStation are Uncharted. I really love that series. And it's funny because The Last of Us was my first Naughty Dog game, and I wanted to play something else that they made because I thought it would feel similarly. Uncharted is just wildly different. The combat's pretty funny in comparison. And the story is Naughty Dog quality, in my opinion. So I would say that's a must-play. I'm going to say Horizon Zero Dawn, even though it's now ported to the PC. I'm going to count that still, because it did launch exclusively on PlayStation. Is that a game you played? Uh, I played bits of it. I haven't finished it. What made you stop playing? Uh, Work. (laughs) Fair enough. The game's pretty long. Yeah. (laughs) In general, open world games are pretty long. I can't think of a short open world game. (laughs) Because you can just walk around and do whatever you want. Another open world game that I absolutely loved, and it gets mixed reviews all the time, is Days Gone. But I thoroughly enjoyed that game. And I know you haven't finished it. No, I got to the the second half of the game and then I I didn't see the point of it anymore, so I stopped. Why? Why did you not see the point of it anymore? Because I didn't see the point of carrying on once you'd found someone. Well, there's the whole extraction if you will yeah. but i don't know i i so really the best zombies in the game though i really love the melee weapons in this game yeah i feel like it's the most advanced for well now that i've played dying light they both have very interesting melee weapons but i was really a big fan of those in days gone also, I was very good at driving in this game. I don't believe that for a minute. No, it's because there's a lot of trees, so you can't go super fast or you'll die. So I was taking my time looking at the trees. Oh I was God. actually an enjoyable experience. Right. I still don't believe it. I need video evidence to class you as good as driving. It's, it's different. It's because there's there's actual trails that you could drive on. It isn't just like keep going and see how you can't go max Settle speed in days gone. You can't. You can... No, because you will hit a tree and Deacon will fly five miles away from the bike. And walking back to your bike is a hassle. If you fly <laughs> off the bike like that, is a hassle. I learned that very early on and became an expert driver. Expert. If you are listening and you are playing Days Gone, always make sure you put gas in that motorcycle. Walking it back to camp is a pain. (laughs) I've done it. I've done it. 
I learned that lesson very early on in the game. Oh, here's you know... two for you. Ghost of Tsushima and obviously Spider-Man. They'd be another two for me. Okay, so why are you picking those? Because Spider-Man was amazing. Like, it's the first proper Spider-Man we've had in a long time. And obviously I bought the console. <laughs> sure, yeah. And Tsushima was really cool. Like playing as a samurai and stuff. So I actually have Ghost of Tsushima as in the okay tier. I played it. I enjoyed it. It's very beautiful. But I felt like I was doing too much side stuff, and that really took away from the game, it, like the actual plot line, you in just my opinion. Do the side stuff. The, it's there for a reason. Well, yeah, that's on you then, isn't it? Can't complain about having to do the side stuff and then opting to do it. I, I'm not. I oh, I don't even. Okay, so here's my thing. I played it in a way where I'd do everything in one area before I moved on to the other area. Because I wasn't sure if I would be geographically locked out of it later or whatnot. But my favorite part of Ghost of Tsushima was writing the haikus and petting the foxes. And there are a lot of... So the, the two boring parts. <gasps> They're not boring. The, fo the fox thing. The fox thing gets a little... Yeah, that was cool like the first time. There didn't need to be 50 foxes. I think I would have been okay with 25. But... <laughs> But the haiku thing was really fun. I really enjoyed it. I like writing haikus. It was so peaceful. I thought that was really interesting to add. You see, I but, thought you were going to come out with photo mode or something like that. I did like their photo mode. What was really cool about their photo mode was you could have the active environment on. So the wind would still blow, people would walk by, so you can take the same shot, but have a different background, which was really cool. But, in my opinion, Horizon Zero Dawn has the best photo mode ever. And it's solely because you could change Aloy's poses. I love that. That's very rare in a game. <laughs> I was playing, I was parallel playing with someone yesterday, and they were showing me photo mode in spider-man they're like oh look at this you could do this and i started like critiquing and i was like oh put spider-man here and do this i love photo mode and spider-man not that i've played but from what i've seen is really spot on representation of new york i've also mm -hmm. seen a video where someone found their apartment building in the game which is yep. wild Another game that I say is really good for PlayStation is Until Dawn, but I know you don't like that game. Oh, no. I wouldn't say it's a must-play, but it's I... definitely not. Oh, I'm not sure. I feel like we have discussed this, but I'm not sure what your real reason is for not liking that game. You just didn't think it was fun? It wasn't a game. What do you mean? Like, it's like this whole, like, uh, what is it now? Dark... Pictures, my name Dan, and all that stuff. Okay, but those games suck. Yeah, so does last, uh, last, uh, blah, blah, until dawn. It's yeah, walk, walk that sentence back, sir. <laughs> no, all right, I'll go even further. Last of Us Two's is in that bracket. But, yeah. No, I will fight until you to dawn, the death I, on that. It had a cool concept, the butterfly effect, but it was trash. I like choice-based games, so I really liked it.
But also, I was really afraid of the monster in the game, and it wasn't until last year where I finally got over that fear. Cool. <laughs> you know. Okay, so are there games that are PlayStation exclusives that you thought were disappointments? Last of Us 2. I hate you. <laughs> I, that's it. That's my 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 counterpoint. I just hate you. <laughs> the combat in that game is amazing. Story, not so much. I disagree heavily. I could, the rest of this podcast could just be me yelling at Free and telling him he's wrong. But for, the, you. but for the sake of brevity, we will just pretend like I can't hear his argument. Any other disappointing titles, in your opinion? Uh, not exclusives. The one game that I tried to play and couldn't get into was Shadow of Colossus. Yeah, I'll give but, you that. But that's the only one that I couldn't get into, personally. Are there exclusives that you just never played? And never, they never interest you? Or you just never got around to it? Um, no, I think any that I was kind of interested in, I did. Or at least tried. They have quite a few platformer games that are exclusive that just never... I don't enjoy platform games. So Little Big Planet, Sackboy. Did you play any of those? Yeah, I got Sackboy with the... Um... PS5. Oh, did you like it? Yeah. It's co-op, right? So did you play with your girlfriend? I did not. Oh, she doesn't like platformer games, or you just didn't play with her? No, we just played it separately. That's funny. Why would you play it separately when you have a person to play with? Because I did it separately. <laughs> okay, ah, I was just curious. I've never played Spider-Man just because I don't care for superheroes, but I've heard amazing things about Spider-Man. And it looks very beautiful. It is so good. I'm sure if I cared about superheroes, I would have played the game. I just, it doesn't, doesn't interest me. I can't, can't I, I just can't get into the whole superhero thing. I really can't. I've also never played Ratchet and Clank. Did you finally hop into Rift Apart? <laughs> no. It's just sitting there still. It is. It's installed. I just haven't touched it. Okay, real real talk here. What yep. have you played on your PS5? What have I played? Yeah. Godfall. That was a uh, that was a launch game. Anything else? It was. <laughs> uh, I did a bit of Spider uh, Miles Morales. Uh, For someone who was raving about the Spider Man game, why have you not finished Miles Morales? Because your boy's been busy. <laughs> okay, okay. Why are you yelling at me? The hostility in this podcast is just so much right now. Tensions are high. (laughs) Yeah, I I haven't really touched it. There's nothing on it, really. For me. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I disagree, but that's fine. (laughs) No, there's not. What what is on it that's worth going for straight away? I mean, Returnal's my game of the year so far. Oh, yeah. I love that game. But we I don't know. Get binned off as soon as your life is strange is out. I'm in the process. I I think I want to platinum Returnal. I'm trying very hard. So I don't know if you know, but I beat Returnal last week. And it's the only thing I've been talking about for a whole week. But 
when I was streaming it when I finished it, and the people in my chat told me that I didn't really finish the game. And at the time, I was kind of pissed. And I was like, what do you mean? So after you beat Returnal, you end up back where you started. And there's a whole nother arc to the game where you need to go through the six levels again and find one specific collectible in each one of the biomes and then beat the last boss again. And that will show you the true ending of the game. Had I not streamed that game, I wouldn't have known, I don't think. So that is my new grind. I've completed Worlds 1 and 2, and I'm working on World 3 now. But that is so far my game of the year, until Horizon Forbidden West comes out, probably. You still think that's going to be the shit? Yes, please. (laughs) Yes, please. I read a rumor this week that Sony State of Play is going to happen August 12th. It's not confirmed, but that pissed me off because I'm on vacation again when they do the state of play. So I really hope it's really the next week, but there has to be another Sony state of play. We have nothing slotted for after September. What is coming out this holiday season? Something needs to come out. There's lots coming out. Just no exclusives. Which doesn't make any sense. I just, I... Why? Because you're one year, it's going to be the one year anniversary of a brand new console that people still can't really get. Exactly. So why would you do an exclusive? Because the people, aka me, who worked very hard to get that console, mind you, want something to play. But you've got stuff to play. I do. But and you have I w- stuff to play. You just don't have that exclusive to play. Give me Horizon Forbidden West, please. I've earned it. I'm such a good person. Give it to me. <laughs> That's a lie. Hey, whatever. There's one exclusive that looks interesting to me, but I've never played. Have you played The Order 1886? Yep. Oh. How'd you like it? Nope. Oh, well, why? It, oh, I don't know. It's just really weird. Like, it wasn't anything that you expected it's really short as well okay so what did you expect and what kind of experience did you get to kind of hunt down more things and get in more fights considering what the game's about and it's just like i think it's i think you do it in about four hours oh really yeah it's not particularly long the only other exclusive that I'd be interested in playing. I just haven't gotten around to it because they haven't remade the earlier games as God of War. But again, I've heard amazing things about God of War. Yeah. Have you played all of them? Uh, I think I played from like three onwards. Are you excited for the new one? I'll play it. I'm not like hyped for it because it's always one of them that I'm like, mm, I'll get around to it eventually. But like, oh, the combat not- and stuff in them are quite good. The combat is or is not good? Is. Okay. So, why is it a game that you'll get around to? Is it the plot for you that you're not interested in? Or do you just are more excited about other things? Normally, I've got other things to play. But um, it's fairly long as well. So many games, too little time. Yep. So, to round out the exclusive conversation... How do you feel about exclusives? Do you think that they help the industry, hurt the industry? What are your opinion? 
No, they help. Why do you say that? It, it just drives up competition between them, but uh, and then obviously it means you've got to make something better. I agree. Rather than just sticking with the same old, even if it's no good. No, I agree with that. So, do you have an opinion on games that get ported to PC, or do you not care? No, I'm not first. Like PC again, it has its own thing, and then they just get ported. But it's always like a good year or so after. And generally, like the main PC players won't bother with consoles. Yeah, so that's very true. Full year anyway. So, I see it. Not wrong with it. <laughs> There are some very extreme gamers. I'm kind of like, just have fun. Everyone play what you want. And then you go into the threads on Twitter and people, anytime PlayStation tweets something, someone will go in and be like, Xbox better. Why? Like, just leave people alone. Who cares? I don't care if games get ported to PC. I think it's better for people to play all the games. I don't know. So do you play for PlayStation Plus? Do you like it as a service? Um, <laughs> this is such a waste of money for me, but yeah, I do pay it. Okay, so why do you say it's a waste of money, and why don't you use it? Because I, I don't really use my PlayStation. I only have it to claim the games. <laughs> okay. But then you don't play them? Yeah, most of them I don't play, but you know. Why? occasion I might. Who knows? You really do be spending all this money on PlayStation and the follow-up sentence is always, eh, it was a waste. Yeah. <laughs> I find you very interesting. <laughs> uh, I'm more Xbox. I've always been Xbox. So. Yes, I know. I know, I know. But then but... I, I, I totally get why you have to pay for the Plus because when it was free, it didn't work. So. Ah, fair enough. I didn't end up getting PlayStation Plus until maybe like four years ago because I'm very much a solo gamer. I don't really like playing multiplayer games. I'm there for me, not everyone else. I want to have fun. I don't really want to work with other people. And it wasn't until this year, actually, where I made friends that play on PlayStation. All of my friends are PC gamers. So PS Plus finally became more worth it to me because I started using the online features, but I was really there to claim the solo games. So what do you want from PlayStation in the future? Is there something that either, whether it's from Xbox or the PC world, maybe even Nintendo, is there something that maybe those services offer that you would want? on PlayStation, or do you have just any wish list things? No, not really. Um, no, not for me. Okay. Well, what about future games? Are there anything that's coming out that you're excited for? What, just for the PlayStation? Yeah. Horizon and God of War. It, but then again, they are kind of the only two that have been announced. Fair, fair. Will you finish Horizon Zero Dawn before Forbidden West? Who knows? I might just start Forbidden West. That is just so wrong. It's just so wrong. 
Also, there's crossover between the two. That's there's characters. No! Oh, it kills me. It kills me. I also have to get someone else to finish that game, so now I feel like I gotta add you to this group and make... We're gonna have Horizon Zero Dawn mandatory playtime. <laughs> Everyone's gonna sit down and enjoy this game. Something that I see a lot of people compare PS Now to Xbox Game Pass and how PS Now is an inferior product, but I don't have an opinion on it because I don't own PS Now. Is that a service that has ever interested you, or do you know much about it? Uh, it's never interested me in the slightest. Same. But I have a hard time with those services. It took me a very long time to be convinced to get Xbox Game Pass. That's just because you're stubborn, though. No, it's because <laughs> I want to own the game. I would be pissed if I the game that I was paying for monthly just got taken away from me. Right, but counter that, if you were interested in the game, you would have had the game finished by the time it left. But I am me. I have played The Last of Us 15 times easily. But that's on you. But that's because I like to do that, though. Like, I want... <laughs> with I Game want... Pass, the exclusives don't come out of it. I'm very new to the Xbox Game Pass world, but that will be in our Xbox <laughs> conversation. But that is the only thing that people say are inferior, that people want PS Now to compete more so with Game Pass because they feel like that service kind of gets pushed to the side. I don't know if you agree with that sentiment. Yeah. Okay, well, to round this out, PlayStation as a brand, products, games, what would what would you give it? If would you rate it 10 being the highest, one being absolute trash? Where would you put your your thoughts on it? Seven. Seven. Okay. Seven. Okay, so walk us through what a seven means to you. Uh to be honest, the only thing I see that's better on PlayStation is single player games. Yes. Apart from that, I think it's inferior in every way. Okay. I'm interested in having that debate when we do our Xbox recap, review, whatever you want to call it. I think you will not be surprised that I will give PlayStation a 10. <laughs> I am solely there for the, play the single player experience. That is why I own a PlayStation. I love games that make me cry, make me feel happy, make me feel something. I think video games are the best medium. I very much hate passive mediums like watching a movie or watching a TV show because you're not doing anything. You're not, you're just watching it. You're not engaged. But when you have to interact with the characters and make choices and you're actually being a part of that story, that's just what I like. I don't know. I, I don't know how you feel about that. Would you say you're more of a video game person, or would you say that you like movies and TV shows more? I don't know. I'm more of a game. Yeah. I like that. The I just feel like video games gives you a lot better connection to the story and the plot and all of everything in between. But I think that does it for this week's episode of Between Two Gamers. 
Are you a PlayStation hater? Do you love PlayStation? Let us know on Twitter and Instagram. We are Between Two Gamers on all social media platforms. And you can follow us on all podcasting platforms. Thank you for listening, and we will see you next week.